perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so much, as always, for listening to our program and being a part of our ministry. I truly mean that. I would uh, just like to thank each and every one of you uh, during these days when we focus on Thanksgiving and the upcoming holiday of Thanksgiving to thank each and every one of you for listening and being a part of our ministry. I truly uh, appreciate each and every one of our listeners and encourage you always to connect with us. It's very easy. Info at patchworkheart.org is our email. Of course, you can visit us on the web at patchworkheart.org as well. Uh, But thank you so much for being here and listening to Young Catholics Respond uh, when you do. Um, I also encourage you to hit that share button when you uh, like an episode and share it with your friends and your family. Uh, because that always is a great way uh, to grow our ministry, and it's a great way for you to evangelize. I always say that if you are able to uh, click the share button, you're able to evangelize these days. We're in uh, 2020, and it's a great way to evangelize by sharing episodes uh, and uh, and spiritual content instead of always sharing uh, funny cat pictures or something. So uh, I, I want to, on today's episode talk to you about Jesus Christ the King, because we have uh, Christ the King, or the Solemnity of Our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, coming up uh, this Sunday, and I just want to spend some time reflecting on that. I don't have a guest for you today, but I want to spend some time reflecting on uh, the kingship of Jesus and really what that means in our lives. So that's what we're going to do today on the program, and I want to start with uh, some scripture, some important scripture actually from the Passion of uh, John, the Gospel of John. And the reason why uh, I want to start with this scripture is because uh, I, I truly believe that this is, you know, a key to us understanding who Christ as King is. So I'm going to read from the Gospel of John for you and uh, listen to this passage. I'm sure it's very familiar to you because we hear this at... Uh, the uh, Good Friday uh, celebration, the Good Friday uh, service. We hear this uh, entire Passion read. This is just a section of it. And I'm going to begin with John chapter 18, verse 33. So Pilate went back into the, so Pilate went back into the praetorium and summoned Jesus and said to him, "Are you the king of the Jews?" Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Jesus answered, You say I am a king. For this reason I was born, and I came into the world 
to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? I love this passage from the Gospel of John. And I love the dynamic between Jesus, who clearly articulates where his kingdom is, and Pilate, who is utterly confused at the response. If we want to understand who Jesus is as a king, we need to unpack this passage. You know, the first part of this encounter, where Pilate begins to question Jesus, he asks him, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus replies, are you saying this on your own, or are you saying this because somebody has told you this? In other words, are you being uh, manipulated by this group of people? Have you paid attention to me at all? Have you heard of me at all? Or have these people just told you a bunch of crazy things about me? <laughs> right? And Pilate replies to him, well, I'm not a Jew, so I certainly haven't been paying attention to you because I don't uh, meddle in those affairs, <laughs> to, you know, daily Jewish affairs. I only care about one thing, and that's, you know, keeping the peace in this Roman-occupied uh, state. I, I haven't paid attention to you at all. <laughs> well, then, well, then Jesus says to him right then, um, my kingdom does not belong to this world. He's saying to Pilate, you know, if, if you would pay attention to me, you would hear what I am saying. You would hear what I'm saying on a regular basis. That the most important thing isn't the daily circumstance. It's your eternal future. And I've been preaching that, and I've been saying this for three years and you haven't inquired, you haven't thought about it, you haven't paid attention to me at all. And by articulating where his kingdom is from for Pilate in a very short sentence, my kingdom is not of this world, and if it was, my attendants would be fighting the Jews to keep, you know, from being handed over to you. Pilate then responds, Are you, then you are a king. And Jesus again says, You say that I am a king? In a questioning manner. Like, do you really say that I am a king? If so, your life is about to change. Everything changes for you in this moment. If you acknowledge me as your Lord and your king, and not just the king of some state in this world, but the king over your life, over every aspect of your life. That's what Jesus is trying to get across here. But the way Jesus phrases this, if you look at the notes in your Bible, you'll probably see a little star next to when Jesus says, you say I am a king. And then you look down at the notes and it says that 
the way Jesus is phrasing this, his tone is a reluctant affirmative at best. He's questioning him. He's saying, are you saying this for real? Because if so, I can take over your life. I can change your life. I can make your life something that is worthwhile and give you eternal life to be shared with me forever in heaven. This is what Jesus is saying here to Pilate. And he follows this up with a powerful statement, again, one that we should remember always. For this reason I came into the world to testify to the truth, and everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. And this completely confounds Pilate. It completely confounds him to the point where Pilate then says to Jesus, what is truth? You know, at this point in the story, at this point in the narrative, Pilate is being confronted with a powerful question. Accept me here and now. Accept me as king of of your life. Not of some state that's far away. Accept me as king of your life right now, right here in this place. Jesus has done this before. Right? He did this with the apostles. He simply said, come follow me. And they dropped everything. They dropped their nets and they followed Jesus. This is Pilate's moment, just like the apostles. And Pilate cannot see the living truth that is in front of him because he asks Jesus, what is truth? This is powerful powerful, powerful stuff. It's an amazing encounter. And it's one that should rattle our souls this weekend as we reflect upon Jesus as Christ the King. We have to begin with accepting Jesus as our King in our lives. Do we do that? Do we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior? Do we accept Jesus as our King in our lives? I think our Protestant brothers and sisters do a really good job at at that sometimes. Do you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? We hear that from our Protestant brothers and sisters quite a bit. Do we accept Jesus as Lord over our lives. And that includes every aspect of our lives. It's not just on Sundays. It's not just the really good parts that we want God to see. It's all the messy, disgusting parts that we don't want him to see. Do we accept him as Lord over those parts? And do we believe that Jesus can transform us 
by accepting him as king over those areas in our lives. If he rules over them, he can then enter into that area of our life where it needs to be improved upon or changed. This is the struggle that we are against all the time. The world constantly asking the question like Pilate, what is truth? I don't see it. But that is where our faith has to step in and say, yes, Jesus, I don't understand everything. I am not God. I don't quite get it all. But I believe that you do, and I believe that you are Lord over my life. And the moment that that happens, Christ can then begin to reveal the truth to the heart. Jesus never promises us all the answers this side of heaven. He doesn't. You're always going to have a sense of mystery. You're always going to have a sense of the unknown. You're always going to have a sense of uncertainty. You know, Jesus said it in the gospel somewhere else. In this world, you will have trouble. But fear not, I have overcome the world. But do we have the faith to say, yes, Jesus, you are my king. Yes, Jesus, I believe that you are the king of my life. You are to rule over every aspect of my life. And the troubles that I have in this world and the uncertainty and all of those other things that I don't understand about why there's pain and suffering or about why there's evil or about why these things happen to people. I have enough faith to know that you're in control, that you are the king of the universe and you are going to take care of me and my family and those that I love. Do we believe that? Or is he not king over our lives? Are we confounded? Are we astounded? Are we confused? Like Pilate. I've got to take a short break here on Young Catholics Respond, but when I come back, we're going to continue talking about the kingship of Jesus and also a really exciting upcoming event that is going to be taking place on November 29th through December 25th. Right back after these messages here on Young Catholics Respond, I'm Bill Snyder. Are you looking for a way to deepen your prayer life and faith this Advent season? A Contemplative Las Posadas by Bill Snyder is a novena that offers reflections based on the traditional Mexican devotion that reenacts the journey of Saint Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary from Nazareth to Bethlehem. The ecclesiastically approved devotional is available for purchase for only $4.99 on our website, patchworkheart.org, or emailing info at patchworkheart.org. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. 
Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147, or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. The St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith offers prayerful accompaniment for those who are affected by divorce and separation. We offer free online support meetings for those affected by divorce and for adult children of divorce. You can learn more about us at nonatus.org. That's N-O-N-N-A-T-U-S.org. Text or call 215-870-9913. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and his Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives we invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147, or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder, and today we're talking about the kingship of Jesus. Because this coming weekend is Christ the King, the Feast of Christ the King. As the Church says, actually, uh, the long official title is the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and it's such a wonderful uh, title that we give to Jesus. In the first half of the program, I was talking about uh, the Gospel of John and the encounter between Pilate and Jesus. Uh, again, I'm going to give you those uh, Bible verses. Maybe you want to read and reflect on them yourself uh, later and just kind of do a little bit of Lectio Divina. Again, it's uh, John chapter 18, beginning with chap uh, verse 33 and then ending with verse uh, 38. So check it out uh, and, you know, pray over that. Pray Really pray over how can Jesus... Um, be Lord over my life? How can he be king of, the, of not only the universe, but king of my life? If we can accept this, if we can acknowledge Jesus as Lord over our lives, man, everything changes for us. But the question that Pilate asks, what is truth, that he cannot see the answer to, is a great question for us to reflect upon, because it can show us what type of king Jesus is. Yes, Jesus is king over the entire universe, as our church says and proclaims this Sunday. 
But what type of king, what kind of ruler is Jesus? What type of person is he? And I think the gospel for this Sunday, which is a beautiful, beautiful gospel, enables us to see what kind of God, what kind of ruler, what kind of king Jesus is. Jesus is a servant king. (laughs) He is a servant king. And we can tell this from the gospel. I encourage you to go and read it. It's from the gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. I don't have time to read the entire gospel to you, but I want you to read it on your own. But I'll give you kind of the reflection that I read, the lens I read it through on this Sunday, Christ the King. I I want you to think about this. In this gospel, it is the judgment of nations, where Jesus is saying, um, here are the people who gave me food gave me drink, clothed me, cared for me, visited me in prison, right? This is that gospel where Jesus said, you did these things, and because you did them, you now have entry into heaven with me. And those who did not do these things did not gain that entry. He says, depart from me. Get away from me. So, Looking at that, by deducing the the character of his followers, we can then see what type of king Jesus is. Often when we think of kings, we think of people who are constantly being served by others. They have a lot of servants. They have a lot of people who take care of things for them, the little things, right? They don't have to worry about money or possessions. They have the entire kingdom at their disposal. If they need something, they simply call the servant, and the servant comes and helps them with this. Sure, they rule and they make these proclamations, but they don't understand they don't understand the common people. That's most worldly kings. We can talk about that. Jesus is not a worldly king. He says it in the gospel we read in the first half of this program. My kingdom is not of this world. So, it goes to say that 
Christ is a servant king. He changes the game so much. Jesus is not a king who came to be served, but to serve. Right? He washes the feet of the apostles. What other king do you know that washes others' feet? And here's the thing. In order to be a part of his kingdom, he demands it of his followers that they, too, serve others. Feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, welcoming strangers, clothing the naked, caring for those who are ill and in prison. This is the kingship of Jesus. This is what it means to be a servant of the servant king. You want entry into heaven, you got to look to your brothers and sisters and serve them. You have to look to your fellow man who is in need, your friends, your family, the strangers, the people that are on the outside, constantly looking in, and you have to serve them. That is what it means to be a part of this kingdom the kingdom of heaven. I encourage you really to reflect upon the reading this Sunday when you hear it at Mass and allow the gospel to wash over you like a wave and then reflect upon how you can bring the kingdom of God to earth. How can you make heaven reign here during these difficult days of coronavirus and everything else that's going on here in 2020. I want to spend just a few minutes talking to you about an upcoming event that Patchwork Heart Ministry is putting on with Parousia Media and also Smart Catholics. We are doing an Advent pilgrimage. Christ the King is the last Sunday of Ordinary Time. And then we move next Sunday, November 29th, into the Advent season. To kick off Advent and to walk with you through Advent, Patchwork Heart Ministry and Parousia Media and Smart Catholics have partnered together to put on a pilgrimage a virtual pilgrimage with incredible Catholic speakers, authors, evangelists that are going to inspire you daily to live your Catholic faith. It is completely free. All you have to do is sign up at parousiamedia.com. I'll put a link in the show notes of the podcast version of this. And we will be delivering to you 15-minute talks every single day into your inbox from, I mean, amazing speakers. We're talking about Jeff Cavins, Dr. Edward Sree, 
Jason Everett, uh, Gary Zemak. We are talking about the premier Catholic speakers and evangelists and authors. I mean, this stuff is amazing. And so what we want for you to do is go and sign up for free. You're going to get a daily uh, email in your inbox with a video, and then there's also some live sessions and live interactive portions of this. It's all available through Parousia Media. If you simply go to parousiamedia.com, you'll see a page on the homepage that says Advent Pilgrimage from Eden to Bethlehem, and you sign up, and you're able to get completely free access. It's going to be a great way to walk with us daily uh, through Advent and be spiritually enriched during this time when, you know, we can't always get out to uh, some of these bigger events and these bigger things. So please, 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 please go and sign up. Again, it's 100% free. Really want you to be a part of it. And, uh, of course, if you have any issues or problems, you can always reach out to us at info at patchworkheart.org, and we can get you uh, a direct link sent to your email. But uh, thank you so much for listening today. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Uh, May you have a great feast of Christ the King. And until next time, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.